Hey guys and gals, Vince here from Movie Muggin'. First of all, thank you for checking out this episode. We truly appreciate each and every single listen. If you're new to the show, we highly recommend you go back and listen to our entire catalog for the full immersion Movie Muggin' experience. Number two, this is not a spoiler-free movie podcast. We watch a movie and have a conversation with no planning ahead of time of where it may go, as will be pretty obvious as you continue to listen. And lastly, we say bad words. Sometimes like juveniles just learning how to cuss, and sometimes like the most seasoned sailors. And at times we can be highly inappropriate. Guys, it's just how we roll. So consider this a warning or an invitation to the most kick-ass father and son movie podcast on the planet. You still there? All right, let's do this in... Three, two, one. Maybe I need to get shot and then I can spend some time in the hospital and just walk out with a better beard and, uh, and ripped abs. No superpowers, no bullshit, just guns, bullets, grenades, and knives. Welcome to Movie Muggin, the father and son podcast that's not fooled by the rocks that you got. <laughs> but we are still Jenny from the block. We are. Absolutely. I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies, talking about the movies, and spending quality father and son time together. Quality this time. We we made an improvement to the podcast studio. Yes, we did. We got a coffee table. We did. For 20 fucking dollars. $20, man. It's awesome. It's nice. I can't wait to get over there on the couch and put my feet up on it. Yeah, I'm actually laying down pretty much right now. Yeah. <laughs> you look really comfy. I'm pretty comfortable. All right, guys. Well, everybody knows what time it is now. It's Lobby Time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This is a time to address some things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're going to be talking about, but it still warrants airtime. So this is the month of December. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are probably disappointed that we're not doing two episodes every week like we did in October, <laughs> the Halloween Spectacular. I feel like I'd probably rather watch a bunch of horror movies in a month rather than a bunch of Christmas-themed movies. I would like to do one, I think the 22nd, but I'm not sure which one to do. I know there's a lot to choose from. It's A Wonderful Life, Elf, Miracle on 34th Street. Never. Die I've Hard. Seen Elf. Die Hard's probably the best one you just said. But maybe there's something out there we haven't seen, or maybe there's something that the masses would like us to watch. So if you have a request for us, go ahead and uh, email us, or you could do it through our website and let us know what Christmas movie you would like us to do. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody already sent one in. They jumped the gun a little bit. Uh, Tricoast Entertainment said, Finding Santa a Christmas Adventure. I went online. I found a couple of Finding Santa movies, but I couldn't find any that said A Christmas Adventure. So if you can be a little more specific, Tricoast, we can put yours in there with all the other ones that I'm sure people are going to send in. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will pick one of those to do for Christmas. And isn't there like some Tim Allen ones? They're on like Disney. Yeah. The Santa Claus is some Tim Allen oh, movies. with the fucking where, the Jack Frost guy? No. Well, it looks maybe. like a cadaver. I don't know. I didn't ever watch them. I know <laughs> I one. I didn't either. If I remember right, I think he like scares Santa Claus off the roof and he dies or breaks his back. And then so Shit. Tim Allen 
I guess since he killed him, somehow becomes Santa Claus. Santa Claus gives him the magic. and Like he has to take his job. Yeah, he starts gaining weight, and he has to become Santa. So whoever kills Santa gets magic powers. I don't think he killed him. <laughs> but I, Repl- I, He had to replace him for some reason. For some reason. I think he, he was out of commission. Yeah, Santa couldn't get his wheelchair into the sleigh after being paralyzed. That's true. Uh, I was going to say it earlier, but you started talking about something more relevant. But I was saying I'd rather watch a month of horror movies rather than a month of Christmas movies. Because mm-hmm. how different can Christmas movies really be? They're all probably going to have like a little bit of a a theme of loving your family. Like don't be an asshole around Christmas. <laughs> like they're all just like, I feel like there's not that much variety with Christmas movies. I think that's actually a Hallmark movie. Don't be an asshole <laughs> during Christmas. It's not that I've seen a bunch and have seen it with my own eyes. It's just think about it. What what are the themes that go along with Christmas movies? There's like, like a good moral story yes. at the end or a good moral lesson. Fuck that shit. <laughs> now, Jack, you could use a good moral story to <laughs> help you I? along with your morals. I don't have Help morals. you see the error of your ways. All right, guys, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie. Okay, so this movie came out in 2004. It's rated R. Of course. I just realized it's over two hours. Oh, shit. 123 minutes. So so have you seen this movie? Two hours and three minutes. I always like to ask that question. Have you seen this movie? Yes. Okay. Once, a while back. (laughs) Oh, no. I do remember really, really, really liking it. Oh, yeah. And it features a butterfly knife in it, which gets brownie points with me because I like flipping butterfly knives. You do, and you're pretty good at it. Mm Mm-hmm. Got a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wonderful. With an audience score of 63%. Okay. IMDb gave it a 6.4 out of 10. Even though those ratings aren't that good, I feel like it's going to be a fun movie no matter what. The Mormon mothers tell us that there are only six uses of fuck. Wow. And that at a party, two women's breasts are shown. It's quite the downgrade in the in the fucks. Yeah, yeah. From because like 200, almost 300. Like the last three episodes, there have been, I think, like 600 fucks. Yeah. Uh, this movie is called... The Punisher. Oh, yeah. The one with uh, the main guy is um, Two-Face from The Dark Knight. Now, I know you've been watching The Punisher, but you're watching The Punisher It's a TV show. show. It's okay. a Netflix original, I want to say. The Shane from The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. who banged Rick's wife, he's the, main, he's the Punisher in that show, and he's really good at it. Now, I like The Punisher. My, I do, too. My roommate in the Army was a comic book guy. And I wasn't really a comic book guy. I had some comics growing up, but he was really into them, and he got them sent all the time. And The Punisher was one, and that's the one that I tended to look at, and, that's, and I enjoyed. It's just so cool, because, I mean, superhero stuff can be corny or, like, a, kind of boring because of how overpowered they can get. But it never gets boring when the superhero in question is just a guy with weapons, uh, like a vigilante. Vigilantes are infinitely cooler than, like, a Superman or something like that to me. When there's blood, gore, vi- real violence, not laser eyes involved, I'm more, I'm much more drawn towards it. All right. Well, I've not seen this movie. I have. Well, let's take a movie mug and pause. <laughs> All right. We are back after watching 2004's The Punisher. Yep. Starring Thomas Jane as The Punisher. Yeah, which I mistook for a Harvey Dent or a Two-Face mm-hmm. in Dark Knight. And I want to get to that here in just a minute. They they do look similar, because you showed me a picture of they him. Do. 
you wouldn't tell me anything about them, so I'm assuming I'll know them from something. Yeah. But they, they look similar in the face, for sure. I'm going to blow your mind here in a minute. Okay. All right. But first, let me give it the 50-cent tour, and then I'll read the Internet's version of summary, mm-hmm. since my 50-cent tours have not been graded. <laughs> All right. Frank Castle is an FBI agent. He's undercover. He gets a crime lord's son killed mm-hmm. in a, an undercover sting. And the crime lord finds out about it, which is John Travolta. Yep. And then he has Castle's whole family murdered. Right in front of him. Not just wife and kid, like originally I think the the comic book had, but mom, dad, cousins, nieces, nephews. just The whole shebang. Yep. Everybody. And then they thought they killed him at the end. They didn't. He miraculously survived. And then he comes for them and takes care of them. Yep. Let's see what the internet has to say. It says, This dark action film based on the comic book series follows FBI agent Frank Castle as he transforms into the vengeful Punisher after criminals murder his family, including his wife and son. Castle is gravely injured in the attack and believed to be dead by Howard. Howard is uh, John Travolta. Yeah, Howard Saint. Saint, yeah. He's the crime lord who ordered the hit. Following his recovery, Castle becomes the heavily armed vigilante who will stop at nothing to extract revenge on Saint and dismantle his underworld empire. And he sure did. Basically what I just said. So you want to get into uh, Thomas Jane? First of all, he does look like a familiar guy. Thomas Jane? Yeah, you've not seen the movie that I'm thinking of in my head right now, but I'm going to show you a picture of Aaron Eckhart, who played Two-Face, and I'm going to show you a picture of Christopher Lambert, who was big in the 80s. He was Mm -hmm. in a movie called The Highlander, Okay, which was a pretty kick-ass movie. I don't know if it stands the test of time, but it's on my list. So first, I'm going to show you Aaron Eckhart, and I'm going to have to come walk over there to you, so hang in there. So here's Aaron Eckhart. Okay, that's Two-Face? Yep. Okay. Now, the next guy I'm going to show you, if Aaron Eckhart and Christopher Lambert had sex and somehow had a baby... Then Thomas Jane is their product? Yes. So here's Christopher Lambert. I do not see it at all. You got... His forehead protrudes two inches no, over his face. You've got to be kidding. They look I, so I don't much alike. I actually don't see it at all. Really? I thought, <laughs> when I was watching this movie, I thought, damn, he looks just like the Highlander. Uh, maybe in the movie. not yeah. That picture didn't look nothing like him. I, I think Aaron Eckhart and Thomas Jane look like they could be brothers. Well, I'm sticking with Christopher Lambert as well. Go for it. So now I want to show you some things that yeah, Thomas for, Jane has been in. For my mind-blowing section. Instead of walking over there, I'm, I'm going to send you a text. So I just sent you a text of the first movie. See if you recognize him. Really? <laughs> I don't remember his character. So he was in Boogie Nights. Was he the guy who took the gun and was crazy? Like in the, in the most uncomfortable scene ever? Yes. That's him? Yes. Wow, okay. So from Boogie Nights. Now this I mean, next one. He's got one, the, the mustache going. You can't really see him too well. Now this next one. I can't wait till you get this one. This is going to fucking blow you away because this is a movie that you love and you wanted me to see so bad. Are you ready? Yes. Oh, see, I knew he looked familiar, but I, I never realized it was him. That doesn't blow you away? It's 1922. Which was a fucked up movie. Oh, it was so disturbing. So dark. And it's just one of those movies where it's impossible to walk away and feel okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you just, you got to take a day to recover <sighs> and watch some like real good, feel good movies uh, the next day. Yeah. Because you're still feeling it when you wake back up. You're like, oh. <laughs> do, do his voice from 1922. <laughs> it kind of sounds like a, like a more coherent sling blade. 
<laughs> Go ahead. 1922. <laughs> it's like really like that, but like more manly. It was more of a grunting. Kind of a, like <laughs> it was a, more of a what? Like a grunting type. Because he was a farmer. A farmer in 1922, you don't expect him to talk real good. Just like you, real well. <laughs> Shut up, pussy. So this movie, I thought it was done well. I did too. I mean, it was 2004. If it was done today, I think it would have been better, obviously. Mm-hmm. But for 2004, I, I enjoyed it. There were some parts that I'm glad didn't happen, but I kind of wanted to happen. After he supposedly got killed, he, he got blasted off the dock into the water, and he made his way to shore. He'd been shot several times. Yeah, but the, he was lucky the explosion shockwave pushed him out of it before it engulfed him in flames. And he made his way to shallow waters, and then some guy that he'd rented a boat from before came and picked him up and mm-hmm. nursed him back to health. I was just ready for the push it to the limit as, oh, he's, as he's getting better montage. and he's working out because he was ripped, <laughs> this is man. 2004, not like 1982. I know, but still, <laughs> I almost expected a montage of him nursing himself back together and then doing push ups and then target practice and <laughs> getting ready to go kill all the guys. But instead, it was pretty much the next scene it showed him in. He had a beard and longer hair. And but he still... Dude, had, he was ripped as shit. I know. After getting shot, like, right next to his heart. Maybe I need to get shot, and then I can spend some time in the hospital and just walk out with a better beard and <laughs> uh, and ripped abs. And apparently it was only a five-month period in between <laughs> getting saved and then still being ripped, and, like, after being shot right in the chest, like, almost right in the center of his chest, mm-hmm. I kind of have a feeling that you wouldn't be able to do a lot of working out for... Probably more than five months from that. I mean, yeah. I'm not an expert, but I feel like being shot dead in the center of your chest is quite detrimental to your health. You're certainly no expert. And to your <laughs> physical capabilities. Yeah, I can't imagine doing sit-ups or flutter kicks or crunches after <laughs> Without being shot. blood, yeah. like, keep, like, coming out of my chest hole. Yeah, I'm not real sure how that happened. But, uh, yeah, yeah, but we don't got a question. He's a punisher. He's just one of those guys who, you know, can do nothing and still look fit. I don't think those people really exist, I, except do. for in their teenage years. Exactly. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> One thing you did mention while this was on is the Punisher does have the best logo out of like all oh, the superheroes. Or- he he sure does. I mean, like compare him to Superman. Come on. Batman is, you can't say his is bad, but you can't say it's great either. I mean, he's Batman. What else is his logo going <laughs> to fucking be? Flash is cool because it's a lightning bolt, but red and yellow are like the worst color combo you could have come up with. What about your boy, Captain America? My boy? Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. He's like my least favorite. Why do you hate Captain America? I don't know. Do you hate America? No. Are you a fucking communist? I'd Why don't you go back Europe? to Russia? Fine. I'll just get some, some uh, vodka and some crocodile and call it a day. You already speak Russian. <laughs> right? Uh, I, I th- you, you got a pretty good uh, English-Russian accent. Hello, Vince. Hello. <laughs> he can't do it. No, I can't. That's kind of a running joke that he can't do hello. Hello. <laughs> anyway, spare yourself your dignity, no. man. I'm going to get it right one of these days. So the Punisher makes his way back from Puerto Rico where his whole family was slain, and he's going to go after John Travolta's henchmen and then ultimately John Travolta, which he does. Like He doesn't do it in just a kill everybody kind of style. He also gets some mental games in there, mm-hmm. which are very devastating to John Travolta, which uh, John Travolta's right-hand man he's been working with for 20 years or whatever is, in reality, he's gay. It's his BFF. Yeah. <laughs> so the Punisher sets it up to look like this guy, Quentin, 
has been banging John's wife. And it gets to the point where John Travolta is so convinced he kills both Quentin, his best friend, and his wife. And then whenever uh, the Punisher's finally killing John Travolta, he drops the pictures of it, of uh, Quentin kissing another guy. He's like, I made you kill your, your best friend. And then he throws one of the like earrings of his wife next to him and your wife. Because uh, the Punisher had put one of uh, John Travolta's wife's earrings in Quentin's bed mm-hmm. and made it to where John Travolta would go to Quentin's house and find it. And so that was, I was like, that's not a good enough revenge just to shoot him once and then kill him or whatever. But then he threw the pictures down and I was like, okay. He got him good. He, he got him really good. The way he killed them, he, he just stabbed Quentin to death. And then I guess he, he wrapped him up in like a, a carpet a or, something or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then he threw his wife off a bridge and then a train ran over. And so later on, John Travolta's son is like, hey, where's Quentin? Uh, he got wrapped up in something. <laughs> and then he was it's like. It's not over there. Well, it, was, it was a double hit of some I, good puns. I called home and no one answered. Where's mom? Uh, she took the train. I don't know if that's a pun, but it's something. <laughs> I was thinking more of like the the winning the lottery noise. Ding 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 and like confetti is coming out of the the, the sky and stuff. Mm. You know what? I've heard worse one-liners. Uh, yeah, anything Arnold has ever said has been a worse one-liner. We've, we've been through those before. <laughs> you know, I think it's <laughs> pretty bad. Probably in the 80s when these one-liners really started happening more and more. I think there was probably a time where I was like, oh, yeah, you, yeah, stick around, <laughs> fucker. Yeah, yeah you after told like him, stabbing him to a tree or something. Yeah, but then after a while, it was like, oh, this is really stupid. <laughs> he killed the guy with the stick and said, stick around. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he got rich. Yeah, he, he got rich. <laughs> I don't know. He was like Mr. World or something before that. Oh. He was like in a movie called Conan the Barbarian, mm-hmm. which, which we loved back in the 80s. But he didn't speak too much in that. Because I've seen the pictures of it. Like, pictures of what he looked like in the movie? He's pretty badass. I've never seen it, though. Yeah. Does he, like, rip a T-Rex's head off? No. Like, is, break the jaws apart? You're getting him mixed up with King Kong. <laughs> it's pretty similar looking. Yeah, there's no T-Rexes it's in big this. Big and buff. It's, like, back in, like, medieval times or something like this. And the main... Well, yeah, he's, like, a barbarian. The, the main bad guy in this is, like, James Earl Jones, who can turn himself into a snake somehow. It, it's just bizarre. That's, that is weird. Yeah, we may have to watch that sometime, because I'm tired of you giving movies 100s. Well, this so isn't getting to 100. Eggs. Okay, well, hold on, hold on. Let's, uh, let's not get there yet. One thing that I was curious about in this movie, where were all the police? Because there's I, yeah. explosion after explosion, gunfights. What, they, they, he broke out a window at one point and dumped like millions of dollars out the window, and there's cars crashing and people are trying to get the money. At no point was there ever a cop or emergency vehicle dispatched to any of these places where all this shit's going on. John Travolta was a crime boss, and maybe he could have, I don't know, just like told people not to fuck with his area. Like paid off the police or something? Yeah, to just not fuck with them. Now, when he first came back to the United States, he moved into this dump of a place and Mm -hmm. started building this kick-ass car and getting all his weapons ready and just getting ready to go. And he had some neighbors. Yep. At first, I was like, why are we going here? You thought it was going to be all corny? And it was corny, but it added a different element to it because Mm -hmm. his neighbors... You had a guy who was kind of a dork, had a bunch of piercings. You had the the fat guy, and then you had the- He was a good chef, too. Yeah, I guess. Apparently. And then you had the the hot girl- Who also doesn't quite fit in with the crowd at the same no, time. No, but they, they're all like a family and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And they had, some, they had some interesting moments. At one point, Frank is hiding, and uh, someone came into his apartment to look for him, like the bad guys, mm-hmm. a couple of them. 
and it was just Dave uh, and Bumbo. Uh, it was a, the Bumbo's the fat guy. Dave's the guy with eighty piercings. He has three piercings in his lip, then a bunch in his ears and eyebrow piercing. And they're asking where he is. Where Where's the Punisher? The Punisher? Is, yeah. Where is he? He's under the floor, but Dave won't tell him. And so one of the guys gets pliers and rips all of them out. All his piercings. Three piercings in his fucking bottom lip. Yep. Imagine getting that ripped out. They were all hoops. And then in your eyebrow, I just, that made me shrivel up. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm telling. You start oh. trying to rip out my piercing. <laughs> I, I mean. I only have one piercing, by the way. And your dick. Mm-hmm. You got you know the industrial piercings, so it's, there's like yeah I know like yeah. a barbell. Imagine getting one of those in your balls. I just I don't understand why anybody would pierce their nether regions. So one thing at the end, because his neighbors helped him out so much, he ended up after he killed all the bad guys. Which uh, shock shock that's that's what happened in this movie. Yeah, he left fifty grand to each one of his neighbors, and so kind of the moral of that story is be nice to your neighbors. I need to work on that. No, they our neighbors need to work on that. I want fifty grand from each of them. Well, you got to be nice to them in order to possibly get something. I'm nice from them. to people. Yeah. What's our uh, What's our next door neighbor's name? Fuck you. <laughs> exactly. We have some neighbors. I have no idea what their names are. I have not said one word to them. I know what their names are. No, you don't. About to get murked by this pistol if you don't shut your dog the fuck up. Their dog ba- sucks. Ugh, it so lives to just bad. bark straight at our back door. The bark isn't just like a regular dog bark. It's an annoying one. It is the worst <laughs> whiny ass, just horrible bark that you'd ever want to hear. I mean, I'm I'm serious. It's terrible. And like, even my wife hates it. I mean, yeah. not much gets on her nerves. Yeah, because she lives with me, and she's you know. Mm-hmm. But she hates it too. I find myself wanting to punt this dog like a Hall of Fame NFL punter. Now, hang on. For those of you who have PETA on your fast dial, just for the record, I have never punted a dog. I do not really plan on punting a dog. Sometimes I might fantasize about punting the next door neighbor dog, but it's not something that I would ever, ever do. It's just those rare times where it gets in your head. Yeah. So, flips the switch. Let me play a little clip of this dog and, and see what you guys think. Now, I'm just outside. I'm not antagonizing the dog. I'm not standing right by the fence. That dog literally does that all the fucking time. Any hours. Any hours of the day. Yeah, and their fence, where that dog is, is probably 20 feet from our couch. And you you literally cannot watch TV. Without turning it up real yeah, high. Yeah, you have to turn it up. They're like, wait, I think I just heard the neighbors turn on the TV. They're going to watch a movie. Let them out! <laughs> I mean, that's what it feels like. Never heard them get on to it. For barking at all hours of the day. So just never. Im- just imagine what you heard for 30 minutes at a time, 45 minutes at a time. They'll leave it out for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and imagine this uh, while you're trying to go to sleep or while you're trying to watch TV. During a serious movie. Or when you're wanting to have a little romantic time with your partner. Hey, baby, let's, uh, let's go ahead and get under these covers and uh, see what happens. No, 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 no. Jack's upstairs. He's playing video games. He'll never come down. Yeah, there we... <laughs> I mean, it just right now, I just, I'm fantasizing. It's in between, like, the yappy and in between a normal bark. And so it's like, 
just in that stage of annoying even more. <laughs> Man, that dog. I fucking hate that dog. <laughs> and and that's another reason why I don't know those neighbors. They moved in probably five, six months ago. And yeah. once I realized that that's how it's going to be with their dog, I thought, I don't want to know these fucking people. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope they don't listen to the show. But uh, Yeah, I hope they don't either. If they do, quit. We don't want you as a listener. Fix it. Give us Fix five, your dog. Give us five stars first and then go away. <laughs> All right, guys. One more time. We love dogs. And more importantly, dogs love us. Yeah. And I would never dream of actually punting a dog. It's tongue in cheek, guys. I've never cried harder than when yeah. I had to go and put down my dog. Uh, rest in peace, Buzz. Uh, I cried like a baby in front of my kids. Yeah, I, I cried like a baby whenever uh, my childhood dog died. Yeah. It destroyed me. Anywho, uh, favorite parts? The Russian. So at one point, the big bad guys say, call the Russian. And then you don't really hear about it too much. And then Frank goes to uh, one of the neighbor's houses for dinner. And then he goes back home and he hears another knock at the door. Because the first knock was uh, earlier when the neighbors invited him. Then the second knock, he decides, oh, let me put my gun up and open the door. And it's the biggest motherfucker you've ever seen. It's the Russian. He's got bleach blonde hair. He's about seven feet tall and 300,000 pounds. All solid muscle. Yes, he doesn't talk at all. And it's just, the fight is kind of comical, but it is still like nasty and kind of gory and fucked up. Because the neighbors are playing like opera music. It's one of those popular opera songs. I can't speak Italian or whatever. (laughs) You got got the point across. And then uh, the Russian doesn't talk at all, but Frank tries to punch him, and he just, like, shakes his head no. And then at one point, uh, Frank, he picks up a uh, revolver, and then the Russian hits hits it with a dumbbell, and Frank just looks at it, and the barrel's bent up, and he's like, fuck. Well, then he stabs him one time, too, and yeah. the Russian just kind of smiles and kind of shakes his head and pulls it out. And then stabs him with it, does yep. one of those uh, Saving Private Ryan moves with the like forceful stab, and mm. you see it coming in. That's <sighs> still one of the hardest scenes in a movie ever, <laughs> yeah. when that dude gets stabbed And it makes it worse. German. It makes it worse because he's, he's like, Jewish. Wait, 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 wait. And just, I mean, yep. It's bad any, either way. Just a person on person, then that happening. That's a rough scene. But just the fact that he was Jewish and you were rooting for him extra hard because he was a soldier in World War II killing Germans. Mm-hmm. Like, that just made it ten times better and then ten times worse for his fall. But that was my favorite part, probably by far. Definitely by far. I think my favorite part is when they killed his entire family and then ran over his wife and son on the pier. Yeah, that was pretty funny. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. And they, uh, no, my, 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 favorite, <laughs> no. my favorite part was the Russian also. Yeah. He was so big and so bad. <laughs> he was like Arnold size, but I think a little bit bigger. His character was great. I don't know why he hasn't been in, well, I'm sure he's been in other things, but that dude belongs in a Bond movie. Oh, yeah. He was like Jaws. Like, he didn't mm-hmm. really, from what I remember as a kid watching the James Bond movie, I don't remember Jaws talking at all. I just remember him, like, chomping through, like, the walls of submarines and shit. And no punches hurting him. Yeah, and he yep. was just, like, he was just crazy. Mm-hmm. And we had a James Bond video game he was in, and I was, like, super scared of him. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just like that. The big, badass guy who doesn't, the strong, silent type, you could call him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Russian was the Russian was good. <laughs> Whose biceps are bigger than my both my thighs and my head all next to each other. Dude was huge. Yeah. All right, bucket of chicken. <sighs> the Russian. I mean, he got killed by a pot of boiling water and then falling down some stairs, which was strange to me. 
He didn't get killed by the boiling <laughs> I, water well, or whatever, yeah. but it, it fucked up his it, face. It fucked his face up in about two seconds. I mean, can you imagine In having... real life, does that happen that way? Like, he, he looked like Freddy Krueger like after two seconds. Third degree burns on your face after getting hot boiling I d- I water I didn't know how fast face. it... I mean, I feel like it would give you, like, those big old yellow blisters, but I didn't think it would make you look like you got, like, stuck in a burning building. I'm going to give my bucket of chicken to the Punisher's logo. Because I think it's just kick-ass. It is so cool. It is kick-ass. And I think that's, it's the same logo that the American Sniper used. Probably. Pretty I will, much it, his shit looked look just like this. And so, I mean, it's cool. It is cool. And I like the whole idea of the Punisher. I think it's the whole visual thing. He has the it's best cool backstory, in my opinion. And I like black. I mean, besides Joker and all that stuff, but I love, I love his backstory. Like, his family died, and so he gets vengeance on them and realizes other people are going through crazy shit. So I'm going to kill everyone who hurts anyone. Vigilante shit, like I said earlier, no superpowers, no bullshit, just guns, bullets, grenades, and knives. And you're just going to fuck everyone up. like And bombs. I like blood to be in movies and stuff. I like there to be blood when it's violent. I mean, this movie didn't have the, have the most, but I mean, it's going to cause more blood than Superman's frost breath. <laughs> I mean, that's stupid. You know, I think if you're a superhero, you would at the very least, should not wear your underwear on the outside. There's just no point in that. I, I just don't like him because he has actually every power, and his only uh, weakness is a rock from another planet. <laughs> well, So Lex Luthor is like the only one who's got it. So. so he's almost the ultimate superhero if he's got every power. Yeah, which is what I hate. Well, why is that bullshit? Look good I, for him. I like it to be more or less like one ability. Like the Flash is just super fast. Like, I hate whenever you can't compare other superheroes, like, in a fight to another one. Superman beats everyone. Batman beat him. Oh, but I didn't see that movie. Yeah. But he just got, like, kryptonite gauntlets or some crap is what I heard. I don't really But, I mean, how does everyone get kryptonite? Either you gotta go to that planet, or you gotta be filthy, stinking rich to buy some. All right, score time. I'm gonna give this movie an 80. Wow, really? Yeah. I figured you'd rate it a little higher than that. You got me wrong. Just because I give movies hundreds. Right. I don't know. It, You've been giving yeah, away a lot of hundreds lately. I, it's just, I, I think an 80 is good because I've rated movies that were a lot better than this in quality, 90 or a little bit higher sure. than 90, which I mean, that's kind of unfair to be comparing it like that. But when it comes to this podcast, I absolutely do not compare movies. It's because hard if for I me. did that, holy shit, I'd be, I'd be <laughs> a mess in my mind. So it's just like at the end of the movie, I already come up with what I'm going to rate it. And I stick with it because as I'm sitting here talking, sometimes I can be like, well, it wasn't as good as that. And I gave that of that. And, and you're going to work your way down to a yeah, 10. Exactly. So 82 was what I had when mm-hmm. I finished watching this movie. I enjoyed it. I, really, I did too. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Some of the script and some of the acting was not good at all. But overall, it was an enjoyable movie. I like a good shoot 'em up. I like good action. I like the idea of the Punisher. Always mm-hmm. have since I first read the comics. So yeah, 82. Like I said earlier, I knew it wasn't the best movie, but I knew it would be fun nonetheless, and I I think I accomplished that. Mm -hmm. I hope you agree with me. It was three minutes over two hours, but it didn't really feel like two hours. I agree. It it was just like, it was fun to watch. It was. The beginning was a little bit slow. They took a good, like, what did you say, 30 minutes to really start up. I was okay with it. But yeah, but once that, once the engine got revved up, it was ready to go. Because sometimes movies lose me at the very beginning when it's just taken forever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, come on already. And, and it's not even that some the some of those movies really do take a long, long time, but it's just 
for the time that they're showing it, it's boring bullshit. I didn't feel like that in this movie, but I feel like if they took longer with it, a little bit longer, I would have been getting there. No, I agree. All right, well, that'll do it for episode number 28 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you would like to suggest a movie, remember we're looking for movies for our December 22nd drop. You can go to our website and follow the links, or you can email us. Or if you have any questions for us, you can follow the links on the website as well, moviemuggin.com. Guys, if you enjoy listening, why not go rate, review, subscribe? That'd be cool, man. We we rarely ask for that, so do get my solid. dick up for the first time in a century. Oh. Damn. <laughs> Basically, every... I, I normally have to take a Viagra, but if I get a five star review, Fuck I mean, you, you're, you're, you're 19. You probably wake up with that thing all the time, <laughs> ready, to, locked and loaded. <laughs> Gross, man. Locked and leaking. Fucking, you derail a show every single episode <laughs> by saying something. Every single Sorry. episode. And I think we'd almost made it through this until, <laughs> until oh, you, and, you and fed you it right to me. And you couldn't even just say it would give me a boner. You had to go with it. Get my dick up. Oh. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening. <laughs> we, we do appreciate you. We will catch you next time on Movie Muggin'. Hasta luego, muchacho. I'm going to surround myself with people that I'd never banged. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>